so you had like the conflicting feeling of like what if people are creepy versus what if nobody wants to fuck us (laughs) (laughs) welcome to normalizing non-monogamy the podcast where we interview incredible people from across the entire spectrum of non-monogamy to hear their fascinating stories. We strive to bring guests on the show who have a healthy approach to non-monogamy. However, it's important to remember that everyone does it a little bit differently, and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect our own. Additionally, we produce this show for entertainment purposes only. Please be aware that we aren't doctors or therapists. Consult a medical professional for anything regarding your health that you might learn about on the show. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 78. We're Finn and Emma. And today we have an interview with Michelle and Orlando. Yeah, some friends of ours who I think we met them at Desire. I don't know. We might. We might mention. They might mention it. We might mention Desire in this episode. (laughs) However, it is not a paid advertisement for Desire. And I will say this, though. It is a very good episode, a very good conversation about uh, getting into the lifestyle because this was really their first yeah. major thing that they did in the lifestyle was going to a resort. So if you're thinking about doing that, whether it's Desire or Temptation or Hedo, it's a, it's a great resource for that. And it's also a really fantastic resource for anything STI related. There's some fantastic conversations around that. And yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I don't know. no, we're so thankful that they were willing to come on the show and be vulnerable with us, as with most, well, as with all of our guests. So thank you to them. And a couple quick announcements. Well, one thing, real quick. Sorry to interrupt you. I know I do it every week, but while we were while we're talking about desire, I just wanted to mention that we are not going this year. And I know I think earlier we maybe we mentioned that we were planning to, but. For anybody who was booking because we were going, I apologize. Sorry. We're not going to be there, which it, it breaks our hearts. And Yeah. Uh, but we aren't able to go this year. So we will find other ways to see everybody. You'll, yes. You'll see. I know. We feel really sad about that and are very disappointed. But Okay. No more interrupting. You, you talk. Well, that, I was actually going to have that be my first announcement. So. Well, then I feel even worse for interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, we aren't going to be a desire this year. However, we will be... Oh, and by the way, Finn was referencing Desire, the Life on the Swing Set Takeover specifically, which is in November. It's an awesome takeover. If you're interested in going, check that out. There's links in the show notes. I just had to plug that real quick. We will not be there, but lots of other amazing people will be there. Even though Cooper doesn't pay us to say that. No. (laughs) He could, could, though, if he wanted to. (laughs) Anyway, other announcements. Foam party in Ohio, August 10th, wait, this wait, Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. Like, like in a few days. Three days from now, we will be in the foam. Yes. Yeah, so we will be there. It's Club Euphoria. Links in the show notes if you want to check it out. We'd love to meet any any of you there. All, actually, all of you. All of not you. Not just any of you. Yeah, true. All, all of you. Any, any and all. Next is for our patrons on our next Q&A session will be on... Live video Q&A. Okay. I was ready for you to interrupt me. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I didn't inter- If you stopped before I talked, then it wasn't an interruption. Anyway, August 21st at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We realize that this is a Wednesday and 
apologize for being in the middle of the week, but hopefully you can take a little midweek break and come chat with all of us. Yeah, we're going to do some of these. We're going to mix it up, change the day, change the time. So we're hoping to do one on like a Sunday so maybe it can pick up more people. And yeah, we're just going to kind of move them around. And we had last time... Uh, we had 10 people, maybe a little more than 10 people come in and chat. We talked for a little over an hour. It was, it was awesome. So if you're interested, look into it. Yeah. Check out our Patreon page. Also, you can find us at our website, normalizingnonmonogamy.com or nnmpodcast.com. On our website, there are lots of resources on the resources page, including STI uh, information that if you want that, if you're looking for that, and information about our Patreon and, of course, all our episodes. So... I think yeah. that's pretty much... And you can contact oh, us. Geez. That's it. You can contact us on our website. Actually, you should contact us. You can leave us a voicemail without disclosing your phone number. Yes. Or write us an email. Or write us an email. Yeah. Okay. You can text Emma. No. No, you can't text Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite willing... That's the $50 to... Patreon. I'm not level. quite willing to give out my phone number yet. <laughs> All right. Let's go listen to what Michelle and Orlando have to say. Yeah, let's go. So we have... Orlando and Michelle. Friends, real-life friends. Real-life friends! That, we exist! <laughs> that, that met us, that we met them, at Desire Swing Set Takeover 2018. Yes, just last mm-hmm. year. So they're alumni, just now, like we are. Yeah. Now, that was our first, first year. And didn't get emotional at all? No, no. <laughs> no, there was definitely no crying for the last, like, day and a half. Oh, that, no. That's that doesn't happen. <laughs> no. Excellent. All right. Well, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus off the... <laughs> okay. Uh, right off the not ashamed of my here. tears. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're happy tears, because you had such a wonderful week and met amazing people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I heard a point where I didn't know if we are going to be able to come back or not, so it was really tough to, like... You know, meet all these wonderful people and not know if that was going to be my only chance. But, you know, by the time I got home, we're like, yeah, we're booking again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in a week seems like a long time, but it also goes by very quickly. Yeah, it's definitely both of those feelings. Yes. Well, for anybody who wasn't there with us all. I know. Do you mind telling the listeners a little bit about each of you to get us started? No, I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking this wine. There's no, Um, no reason to be nervous. So I guess, I don't know, start from the beginning of our relationship. We met in culinary school. Correct. In college. I was, in college. Uh, I was 18. Mm-hmm. She was 19. She picked me off. I did. I was like, that one. <laughs> Keeping him. And, uh, yeah, we both fell in love and dropped out together. We did. So, <laughs> School's expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, moved into a few different jobs and ended up at the uh, jobs we're at now. Yeah, we work together. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we spend every minute we can together. Yeah. We're one of those gross couples. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it makes uh, you happy. Yep. <laughs> and you're, mm, I'm going to guess. Oh, you're not. Early 30s. Yes, I just turned 33. Turned 32. Yeah. All right. Now awesome. then. Yeah. I know sometimes your guesses are not good. Yeah. I, always I know guess. I get so nervous when I hear you do that when we're listening. I'm like, oh God, he's going to offend them. <laughs> Yeah, and how, so how long have you been together then? It sounds like quite a while. 13, 14? 14. 14. 14. 14. 
Well, he didn't want to do the math. <laughs> I just know some of our listeners are driving. They can't get out their calculators. <laughs> yeah, right. True. Okay. Uh, now I'm hoping that that number's correct. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to look stupid if it's yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no one's going to, no one will fact check this. No. Um, and we have a window for our anniversary. Yeah. We're yeah. like, it's around here somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's in April. <laughs> <laughs> well then you celebrate for the whole month that's not a bad thing basically yeah. well because our like dating anniversary and our wedding anniversary are pretty close together yeah. so we just pick one around there yeah whatever and, works in your in your non-monogamy anniversary oh that's a lot you shouldn't say that <laughs> isn't this always such a hard question to answer though because it's like what do you count as the start right well, when did we the decided... when did the conversation start or how did it start um it started with you having me listen to Dan Savage and then later Life on the Swing Set. Right, yeah. Before we did anything. Yeah. Because our communication, you know, early on we were young and this is probably both our, well, my second serious, serious-ish relationship because right. I was in a long-term relationship before you, but it was, you know, a high school one. Um, so both of our, for real, real-time, big kid relationship, uh, <laughs> dealing with emotions and living with someone and, you know, there's a lot of communication skills that we didn't have, had to right. learn. And listening to Savage Love and having just a discussion around any of those topics. Anything you know. sex was hard for me at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, so that's how we grew. Yeah. Was it and, was uh, it pretty early on after you started dating? Yes. Maybe four or five year mark. We were living out of about the, that. Yeah, we were living out of the farm at the time. So that was probably about four ish years in. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And uh but we don't really consider ourselves starting in love and anything nominal about August, September? Officially? Of last year? Yeah. 2018? And uh, we went to a, a gamer's greet uh, a couple hours away, and we met a bunch of folk up there and just started, you know, socializing with people. Mm -hmm. And we eventually, uh, a month later, had a date with the host couple who were, you know, fantastic, and we just chatted with them the whole night. And for mm -hmm. listeners who don't know what that is, can you explain? Um, it was just like a local people meeting and playing like tabletop games that are in like the lifestyle and they all knew each other. I think we're the only people there who weren't like a, you know, part of that core group already. Yeah. Um, but it was a more welcoming kind of low key way of meeting some people where there weren't really any expectations yeah. of any mm -hmm. happening. So it's a, it's a mix of nerdy games and lifestyle. Yeah. Well, yes. it's like lifestyle people, but at least by the time we left, everyone's clothes were still on. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah um, <laughs> but it's lifestyle adjacent to to yeah. oh yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah that's very cool we didn't we didn't know something like that existed yeah i guess they no. do it you know every few months or so which is kind of cool yeah yeah there's one going we on. haven't been back because it just hasn't worked out yeah our schedules are pretty crazy yeah they were nice people i'm glad we went so you hold on you did that in august and then you were in mexico yeah. at life on the swing set takeover in november in that's november that's some acceleration. Well, yes. However, yeah. they had been talking about it for... We've been planning for like the Desire years. Trip for long. Yeah. Right. Okay. We talked about the Desire Trip for many years before we finally went. And we did do a trip to Temptation. Right. Several years ago. God, that was probably six years ago at this point. I think more than that. Oh, God. Uh, we... <laughs> that's where we found out about Desire. Because okay. we went there knowing it was just like a fun party atmosphere and that it was top optional. Right. Um, and that we thought that would be fun and kind of adventurous for where we were at that point in our lives. Um, and then things got a little wild one night, too many drinks right. on the dance floor. And 
the staff kind of shut us down. <laughs> We're like, you can't do that here. You need right. to go to Desire. <laughs> We're like, what's that? <laughs> so, <laughs> was there a free shuttle? <laughs> I looked it up later. I'm like, oh, this place seems cool. Yeah. And then uh, eventually when I found Life in the Swing Set podcast, they were talking mm-hmm. about Desire too. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe we should go to this location. We started listening to that. You know, there was, of course, the probably stereotypical reaction that I had of like, how dare you? And he first like brought it up, like feeling vulnerable and kind of like, offended like what am i not enough and then like i would start actually listening to the podcast and being like oh that's not what it's about at all and like it kind of helps you put that i don't know put your feelings into a little bit more rational terms that's what i was kind of curious so way back i guess eight-ish years ago you uh, brought up to her that you you were curious about some of this stuff i guess how how did you react to all that and then like, how did it grow over the next... Orlando or Michelle? Yeah, Michelle, like, Michelle, how did you react to to hearing that? And, like, how did the conversation grow over the next couple of years? Because, like you said, that can be kind of destabilizing. Yeah, I definitely remember having an initial um, kind of offended, hurt reaction, for sure. Um, just coming from a, I don't know, emotionally immature place, I feel like. And, uh you know, feeling precious about your relationship and like that whole, like, Oh, that means I'm not enough. That like way monogamy teaches the society teaches you to feel about your relationship. That person's supposed to be everything to you and you're not supposed to need any other sources to fulfill you. Um, which, you know, now that just sounds crazy, but kind of that reaction. But then, um, he like subscribed to the podcast on my phone, I think. And was just like, I'm just going to put it on here and I would like it if you would listen to it. It would like mean a lot to me if you would listen to it. And I, I sat there and I looked at it on my phone for probably a good month before I finally like accepted listening, starting to listen to it. And and that was just Savage Love cast, or was that Life on the Swing um, Set? No, Savage Love we've been listening to for a while at that point. I'm talking about Life on the Swing Set now. Okay, yeah. So Savage Love definitely gave us some communication skills to even build up to this other topic. Yeah. So and we started with that. The uh, it gets printed in our. Weekly newspaper here. Yeah, our pretty, local newspaper. Yeah, the stranger, or not the his yeah. his column. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, it's the Eugene Weekly, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Eugene Weekly here yeah. in uh, yeah, and uh, so they have a link to the podcast. So I found that, and then we just stepped from there. Yeah, so it's definitely Savage Love for a few years, and then the other okay. came on. And yeah, I was just listening to that for a while, and then kind of did a thing where I would listen, and then I would digest it and like decide whether I agreed or disagreed. And then I would kind of come back to him when I was ready and be like, okay, so they talked about this and like, here's the aspects of what was discussed that I agree with and don't agree with, or that like, you know, I concurred emotionally with, right? you know, and that, that helped us have words. Yeah. We definitely didn't have like an outlet, uh, as far as like any of the dating sites or anything like that. Um, we tried FetLife, but to be honest, I got spooked off of it pretty quick because, it was just a lot of really aggressive, abusive men on there. And that's all the people I got reaching out to what was a joint, clearly a joint profile, but I was being treated as like a piece of meat on there by, you know, these really aggressive, right. crappy men. And our profile picture was both of us too. Yeah, everything on yeah. there communicated that it was two of us, but whatever. So I got spooked off of that pretty quick and just didn't really, haven't really had any inclination to go back since. And I, and on Orlando's side, like you, were you, I guess, where were you hoping it would take the two of you when you brought it up? Uh, I just wanted 
more clear line of communication about sex with her. Yeah. And uh, I could see her budding bisexuality. And uh, yeah, I feel like you knew about that before I did. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to talk about it. So did my mom. (laughs) Right. I remember her asking me if I was a lesbian when I was in middle school. I was like, no. <laughs> and you know, listening to to Savage Latin, like, well, there's ways we could probably explore this, right? You know, yeah. Um, whatever form that takes. I think you knew early on that I was like, I wanted to be sexually adventurous. Like, I had these interests that I would like covertly hint at, right? But that I like wasn't op- openly talking about, yeah, or like open actually there. following through on. So, so it wasn't initially like, I hope we get to have a threesome, or I'm hoping to get no. into swinging. It was just, you wanted to start the conversation with Michelle about opening up sexually, even just between the two of you. Yeah, really. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just being more and comfortable. I think at that time we had done a few random... Yeah, we definitely had a history there for a few years of like getting drunk with friends and like naked fun would happen but like there was no communication around it like before right. during or after yeah which is you know with anyone not just between us but right. like with everyone involved like nobody wanted to acknowledge that it happened yeah and like it was fun but it's like that's clearly missing a layer yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's after a while it's like well let's just find people we can chat with about this whether we play with them or not yeah that was a big thing i was missing in my life that i was looking for in doing this is finding people that I could like be myself around because I could tell around all our vanilla friends pretty much. I would, I would just make jokes or make innuendos or comments and it clearly make people uncomfortable. I'm like, really? That's where your line is. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mild one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you went, you went from Dan Savage to some life on the swings at podcasts. You went to some sexy gaming Night. Well, it sounds like really working on your communication and, you know, some drunken exploring with friends. But I'm sure, yeah. did like, when you did those drunken exploring with friends, did you two talk about it together? I know you said not among other people, but... A little. Um, yeah. It was mostly you trying to, like, pry open yeah. my shell to talk about it. Right. Yeah. And me reluctantly trying to talk about it, but, like, not knowing how I felt about it a lot of the time. Right. Yeah. And but then you you said you had been talking about going to Desire with Life on the Swing set, right? I think you know, and actually we've gotten this question a handful of times just via email, which is like, "Hey, we're brand new to this. Is it too crazy for our ex- first experience to be going to Desire?" No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, do you mind ex- elaborating on that? Talk a little bit about like what it's like for your first real like dive into swinging to be something as intense as, as desire or a, or a group takeover. So I would say if desire is going to be your first trip, I definitely recommend going with the swing set takeover specifically because my experience versus what I've heard other people say about being at desire during different times of the year, you're going to have fun anytime you go, but there is a higher degree of consent awareness and, queer inclusiveness during the week that we are there. I would so, second that yeah. <laughs> from, from my, from my understanding and what we've heard. But yes. and, and leading up to it, like, had you two talked about like, okay, well, we've never, we've never presumably never done like a official soft swap or a full swap or anything 
like official, if there is such a thing in the lifestyle. And now you're going to do this. Like, did you talk about what you wanted to get out of it and how you wanted to approach it? And what? Okay. I feel like I need to fill in one little gap in the story, which is we do slash did more did at this point have one set of friends that we had kind of a regular naked fun time happen with. Right. It'd be like once a year or so because they don't live very close. But we did play with them a handful of times. Yeah. But it did definitely still fall within that range of like not a whole lot of communication happening. Right. And right. it came to an end for reasons that I'm not going to share. But we're still friends um, just with pants on now. And uh, so we have soft and full swapped with only them. But leading up, um, Leading up to desire. So you weren't. Yeah. It wasn't like this was going to be your first time ever possibly seeing right. the other person right. with somebody else. No. Okay. It's yeah, still so a, like... it's a, still a big step, though. I mean, to go no, from, it... like, well, an, an no. annual hookup yeah. to, yeah. Well, because they were friends we've been friends with for years. So, yeah. like, there was a level of trust there, even if, mm-hmm. like, the sex stuff didn't get communicated on as much as it should have. There was uh, definitely a, a level of, like, we're still friends, though. Like, there's something more solid to this than just, like... Right. Hey, how you doing? Let's mom. Yeah. So yeah, I've known her for ten years before yeah. that, I think. Yeah. So yeah. what did the so what did the build up to that week look like then for you two in terms of getting the communication up to up to speed and talking about what you were how how the week was gonna look for you? Like what were you hoping to get out of it? We definitely tried to talk about and cover like if there was anything that each of us really wanted to experience. And if there were any things that we definitely needed to make sure we didn't do that we weren't ready for. Right. Um, Or how to handle scenarios we were worried would come up, which to be honest, I don't think any of those did come up. Yeah, I don't think so. But I remember when we first met you did say you had some concerns about coming because you didn't know what it was going to be like. Right. I was worried it would feel really predatory and that I have to be like, not, I'm not trying to be conceited, but like just being a female I was worried that there would be a lot of like approaches I would not be into, you know, that feel skeezy or predatory or like, you know, like the typical guy approaching a girl at a bar and she's like not into it kind of feeling. Yeah. Right. Which didn't happen at all to be clear. So yeah. What were maybe some of the other things that you were worried about going in? Cause I think it helps other people who have never been to something like that or who are thinking about getting into this to, to hear what, like, you're still here. You're still doing it, presumably. And mm-hmm. you probably had some of the same fears as other people. And it maybe would help to hear what some of those were besides being preyed on. <laughs> um, that was a main, I was worried about feeling safe. And that's, I guess that's still the kind of the same thing, but I was worried about feeling safe. And we were worried about um, being in, away from each other, all losing track of each other was a big concern. Right. Um, we hadn't uh, played separately at that point. Like in any way, right? Which happens the first night. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> okay, so the first night you went, you played separately. After kind of, um, <laughs> it was what a Sunday night. And yeah, yeah, because we arrived late on Saturday. Yeah, someone I, I had had my eye on from the chat yeah. had kind of been paying me attention towards the end of the night, and I was like, "Well, this is fun," and like that escalated into some hot tub bed fun. Right. And you lost track of the person you were spending some time with and couldn't right. find her again because they turned all the lights off for the stargazing and you couldn't find yeah. her after that. We were in the hot tub. And that was one of the things we hadn't talked about 
right. it's like what if one of us has an opportunity to play and the other one doesn't because that didn't occur to me mm-hmm. and so i just came over and checked in before you know we got busy and you were like it's fine it's fine i was like are you sure yep. <laughs> are you sure i must ask like 17 times right. you're like go <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and so that you said that wasn't something you talked about leading up to it, I guess. Had you even thought about it, Orlando? No, or I hadn't. Either it didn't there would be a situation where, like, both halves of the couple wouldn't be there. Like, I don't yeah. know why. It seems so stupid and obvious now that I've been there and I've seen the environment where everybody just kind of goes and mingles because we, a lot of us all know each other already. Mm-hmm. So you feel safe enough to do that kind of thing. But, like, right. being new, it just didn't even occur to me that people would be not hip to hip with their partner at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's how we are in normal life. I know, so we are most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, how, how was that experience for you then? Like, again, it was kind of something new, and it happened super early on. Did it change? And did it rock the boat at all, or was everything, did Oof. you feel good about it? That was breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you, handsome. <laughs> yeah, he probably knows um, who he is, if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, very charming human. Very wonderful, both yeah. of them. Yeah, they're great people. Uh, which we, we did connect again with later in the week, which was fun. Right. And uh, I think you and I talked about it, about what happened that night, and we were both very... Yeah, we talked about it after, and we are like, no, that was okay. Like, not a deal. It would have been cool if you had someone to play with at the same right. time, too. Like, I'm sure that would have been preferable, but it wasn't, like, devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did it did it open up the two of you to new, different experiences that week that you hadn't... Like, this one was one you hadn't considered... Did it open the door to things that you hadn't considered then moving forward? I, I feel like so. I'm being led into admitting that we went to an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, so, well, then, I, I wasn't trying to lead into that. I guess maybe a better question is... What... That was the first of many firsts for us. It was. We had a lot of firsts Yeah. I did. I feel like I did kind of open the gates of, like, this is a safe space to explore some things that, like, outside of the feeling that I have here, I would not want to do. Right. So. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe a better question is leading into the week. What were some of the things that both of you or either of you were hoping to experience that you hadn't up to that point? I think we were really hoping to make friends. Yeah. Cause uh, we don't really have anyone out here. I think something we kept saying to each other over and over again, especially as the week, as the week got closer is like if we go and we only fuck each other, we're gonna have a great vacation. Yeah, which is an if awesome we... attitude to go into it with because yeah. that then it takes the pressure off. Exactly. Right. So you had like the conflicting feeling of like, what if people are creepy, versus what if nobody wants to fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> you have like both those feelings at the same time of like, oh crap, what if nobody's interested? Like that would be equally devastating. <laughs> Well, it sounds like that wasn't the case. No. No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think the people weren't creepy either. Hopefully no, they weren't at all. At all. Yeah. Not nope. even slightly. Even me, sometimes I can get a little... <laughs> sometimes. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I even had a moment, I feel like it was a real like eye-opening moment that I look back on with like a lot of like lovey feelings in my heart was like the first time we... like chose to be in separate places at the resort right um you went to take a nap or you were hiding in the room from the mosquitoes you were hiding in the room from the mosquitoes and i didn't want to be in the room i still had a lot of energy and i wanted to like go be social so i was like how would you feel if i went to the hot tub i won't play but i just want to go hang out hot tub and be social Mm -hmm. and he's like okay 
yeah, let's see how that feels. So, you know, I did. And when I got up there, first thing I did was get in the hot tub and walk right up to like three or four guys that were standing there talking to each other and just started talking to four men that were basically strangers to me. So you were, so, you were the predator. No, sure, sure. <laughs> no I'm just saying I it's pretty you... phenomenal to feel safe enough to do that. Yeah. I think you played with all those men. Uh, I can't remember everyone that was there. I definitely remember two of the people that were there. <laughs> no, I think that's all, no, I think that does say a lot though about the, the quality of people. And, and again, to be clear, this is not a like paid commercial by life on the swing set. It, but it, <laughs> It, or by desire. It was a it was a formative event for the two of you, and Absolutely. I and I think it's important to talk about what you got out of it. And if if that's something that came out of that was your ability to have the confidence and comfortability to just walk up and start talking to people, whether it was men or women, and mm. not have to worry about your safety and 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 on Orlando's side to not even have to worry about what was going on with her while she was gone. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that says a lot. Yeah, yeah, so, it's huge. The level of eye contact is surprising because you mm-hmm. think in your head, if you've never been somewhere where a lot of people are naked, you would assume that everyone's leering. I guess, um, but everyone makes a lot of eye contact. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. spend most of my time looking up, like up <laughs> yeah, yeah. the sky, like trying <laughs> not to look at boobs. Are you stargazing? Yeah, I'm a, I stargaze yeah. all day long. You have to make like <laughs> surreptitious little like glances. <laughs> you have to not get caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after your week, uh, first, is there anything else like monumental from that week that you wanted to share? Yeah. yeah. What else happened? We're nosy perverts. Uh, we were also there. <laughs> well, we did go to an orgy, which we didn't. That's another thing we hadn't talked about because it didn't occur to us that that might happen. Right. So when we got an invite to one, we I think we took a hot five minutes. And we both just like took a few deep breaths and looked at each other like, are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, well. All these people are going. Oh, yeah. And then we got, like, the list of, like, everyone yeah. that was going to be at it. And we were like, oh, those are all people we would like to be naked with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so just kind of jumped in. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard of a decision to at least try. I mean, the worst case, hopefully in the right situation, like, you'd feel comfortable leaving if you didn't want to be yeah. there. So. Yeah. Well, you did have one instance of that over the week, too. And it wasn't, like, a big deal. But we had a moment where, like, we need to step out. Yeah. So. And, it, you know, whatever. It was no big deal. Out, we went back to our room, talked about it, got some sleep. No big deal. Yeah, and that's good because that's what you need to do. You need to take care yeah. of yourself and your relationship. You have to address. Like yes. I said, you take it, see if see if the feeling passes. If it doesn't pass, you're like, okay, this something needs to be addressed. Let's go. Let's just step out and do that. Right. Don't let it fester so long that you get you know angry to the point of not being able to communicate. Yeah. 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 For sure. Cool. Well, after I guess after that big. Uh, mm-hmm diving into the deep end of the swinging, so to speak, mm-hmm. how, I mean, the, the easy question is like, are you still doing it and all that stuff? And we'll, we can get there, but how did your relationship change like in the weeks and months following like this monumental achievement? I'll call it an achievement. <laughs> <laughs> you, got your, like- you got your orgy badge. So. <laughs> is it kind of an everyone gets a trophy type of event? <laughs> get a participation. You get the card. You get the card. <laughs> um, we definitely, I feel like going in, so we talked about this today. Um, yeah. I felt like going in, we felt like we were really good communicators. And I think that for monogamous people, we were really good communicators. <laughs> 
Yeah, we listened to all the podcasts. We we knew all the we thought we knew all the things and that we had covered all the bases. But a lot of stuff comes up that you would never conceive of. Right. That you don't know until it happens. Right. You know how you're gonna feel about something until you're in it. Mm-hmm. Um. So we definitely came home and had some more deeper conversations about the things that actually happened versus what we thought would happen, and uh, and how we felt about it all, and how we needed to maybe potentially do things a little differently going forward, like communicate a little bit more clearly because we thought we were doing well, but like the resulting feelings maybe didn't reflect that. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some points. Um, one major point I don't think I'm going to be mentioning when we were on the trip, we didn't really connect physically with each other much during that week. Right. Like, like we, at all. Yeah. We were socializing so we were much. so sidetracked and distracted by all the new fun people that we just, it, by the time we got back to our room, we were exhausted and we just didn't reconnect physically. And I think that was a mistake. I think it, I wouldn't say resentment, but I think it definitely built up some like some sad feelings by the time we got home. We were just kind of like feeling a little bad yeah. in that regard. So that's something I think we need to do better and do differently. And that I recommend if it's your first time <laughs> yeah, going on definitely. something like that, definitely take some time to reconnect with your partner. Yeah. It's yeah, more it's important. Definitely important. Than you think. And it builds over the, the longer days you go without doing it, the worse it's going to oh, be. Oh, for sure, yeah. So... <laughs> we did spend some time on the beach bed, so... Together, we did. That was Which nice. was lovely. That was nice. And uh, if you pick the, the furthest bed out, then uh, there's relatively no one out there. Uh, yeah, there's there is the opportunities beach. there to have privacy and not necessarily be in your room, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, unless somebody walks by on a, like, fucking beach From tour. another resort? Yeah, yeah. Not that, that that's awkward. ever happened to my wife, but... Uh, yeah, Alex was yeah that was awkward Orlando was going down to me on one of the beach beds early on in the trip and some people from one of the other resorts were walking by and you can tell because they're fully clothed yeah. <laughs> and yes. they were shocked yes. <laughs> and they just did it a U-turn and then you saw them in the lobby checking in like yeah, this right. place looks cool <laughs> yeah. uh, they're like, well, yes. I can relate to that I had a somewhat similar experience that was embarrassing <laughs> Yeah, that that will go in a different episode. <laughs> Not ready to tell that right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I guess then maybe it it leads into the question of ways that you've seen your relationship, you know, positively impacted since you've gotten into this, and and maybe if there's been some negative in, impacts that you've seen as well. Right. Mostly see the positive impacts of it. Because uh, we're more communi- communicative with each other during sex now, like about what we want of each other. Because we've fallen into grooves before this, mm. and uh, you know we those long-term relationship patterns where you yeah. kind of path the least resistance each other without really noticing. Right. So like you learn the way that works to get along with your partner on a day-to-day basis and to like, and then in the bedroom, like you, you kind of have your same pattern of like, this is what works. This will get the job done. And then they can yeah, go to sleep. Yeah, they're trying to you know? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas when you, when you have new partners, you got to communicate all that stuff yeah. kind of on the fly. Yeah. And you just bring that to, to our prison lives. That's a good point. I didn't even like think of it that way, yeah. but we definitely have been doing that way more. We've gotten a lot more sex toys since we've been back to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a fun benefit. Yeah. 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 I mean, we already had some, but we bought like better ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do you see anything changing moving forward? I mean, you already mentioned you signed up this year to go back to desire, but for sure. 
Um, I mean, we're on Cassidy now. We got on Cassidy when, um, when we knew we were going on the trip because we want to be able to talk to people that were going and like get to know them. Um, we haven't reached out to people much on there. There's really not a ton of people like directly in our area because it's a pretty small town. So we have to go a couple hours away to get to where right. there actually are some people. Yeah. There's one couple about 40 minutes away from us. Uh, they reached out to us with. and we clicked and we've, we've hung out with them yeah. a few times. They're, they're, they're a treat. Bringing them on the trip this year. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we recruited them to go this year. It's very exciting. We're actually going to be on the same flights to and from. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Very oh, cool. cool. That's amazing. Yeah. It's always fun to bring friends and yeah, uh, and really, and, and then they get what you're talking about too. Right? Yeah, right. or yeah. or it's your fault if they don't have a good time. That's awesome. <laughs> no pressure though. No pressure at all. <laughs> right. Nah, they're gonna have, they're gonna click really well with everybody. They're sweet as pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then, uh, I have another question. That's you're gonna think it's a lead into something else, but it's not. Are there things that you have now experienced? In the last since November, in, inclusive of the trip, that you never thought you would experience in life, that you got to experience and or got to see your partner experience, that have really just been transformative for you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about sex at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> just wanted to clue you in. <laughs> I mean, we definitely never like considered going to an orgy. That was definitely. I think that falls in that category. Have you been to one since? Yeah. No. We, the only people we've connected with since the trip are people that were on the trip and then that one couple we just talked about. Okay. Right. So we're really not, like, crazy active, to be honest. It's, like, less than once a month. Okay. But, I mean, yeah. I think I think that's another good thing to point out is that a lot of people think that, like, in order to be in the lifestyle, you have to, like, do it every week. Or... Yeah, you have to, like, you got to be fucking somebody yeah. every weekend. No, not at all. Like, we made plans with, like, two other couples that we met on the trip. One, we went and visited them. It was amazing. We had a wonderful time. One couple came and visited us only two weeks later, which was wild. Yeah. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> and we had a, just a blast with them over at the coast. Um, and so... So, yeah. So, for you two, it's uh, make really good connections. And when you can, you know, take advantage of those connections, that's when you do it. You're not constantly out. Club. It's like, yeah. you know, it's the really pretty edible garnish on the plate. It's not, you know, dinner right, every night. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so one thing we chatted about a little bit before, first off, did you have any other follow-up questions? No. No. <laughs> you sighed like you did. No. <laughs> uh, so one thing the four of us chatted a little bit about is uh, STI discussions and something hmm. that we always like to talk about. And we, as you saw at desire, we do talk about that with other, um, with people we meet as well. And mm-hmm. just having that open conversation. So I wanted to bring up the topic and have a general discussion because I know that it's not always easy to bring up and how have you both handled that? Or first off, maybe I should say, did you have any fears about it? Or was it like something you were, uh, I guess, scared of? Being well, I think that's a, that's a big fear a lot of people have when they right. get into this. The first thing they say is like, we're going to get tons of diseases. Right. And I think right. that's the immediate right. place people go with it. And so being able to talk about it and hear how you two felt about it and what and, and how you feel about it now, maybe differently than in August of last year. 
something we were just talking about today at lunch is just how the difference of the attitude toward getting tested outside the lifestyle versus in it, at least the people in the lifestyle were around, um, is that when you're not in the lifestyle, it seems like, yeah. So outside the lifestyle, it seems like you could be sleeping around being single, doing what, you know, people do dating around, whatever. And you're not going to think of getting tested unless something goes wrong. Right. If you see a symptom, then, then you'll go get tested. But otherwise you'll just, I don't know, cross your fingers and assume everything's fine. And I know not everyone, blah, 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 of course, but it does seem to be the general, like societal concept of being tested that it's there if something's wrong. Right. Whereas in the lifestyle, listening to life on the swing set and all the other non-monogamy podcasts, it's very like, you know, as much as they can push it being an open topic of conversation and like a regular thing you just go do. Right. To be safe and knowledgeable and in the know. Yes, it's more proactive than, than reactive. Yes, yeah. yes, right. exactly. Yeah. And, um, and so being the, the, the podcast that you chose to listen to kind of prepped you for that. It sounds sure. like it wasn't as big of a fear of yours going in. Yeah, I think, I mean, before the trip to Desire, we had never been tested. And that kind of feeds off what I was saying before, because, like, we you know, had maybe fooled around a bit, but like, it's, it's just not a thing that you're taught to think of right. as a, as something you're supposed to do. Especially when you're in a long-term relationship, like the two of you are. Yeah. Too. And even though there was an occasional, you know, outside little, you know, playful thing that would happen, like unexpected, unplanned kind of thing. Um, yeah. Getting fully tested. I've been getting my like normal yearly, you know, paps, which yeah. don't test you for STI, they test you for cancer, but not STIs. Okay. You're not going to catch that. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, it just wasn't something that we had ever done. And so the first time we had been tested, uh, through sddcheck.com <laughs> was, <laughs> good plug. <laughs> it was like, what, two weeks before we flew out to Mexico? Yeah, something like that. It was right before the trip. Yeah. So that means that the date we had just before the trip, we actually didn't, um, play directly with them because we had that conversation. They were like, okay, well you know, we're not going to play no offense, you know, they were right. very sweet about it, but like, we're not going to, you know, swab since right. you guys haven't been tested, but you know, yeah. So we parallel, we parallel played with them. Yeah. So okay, because you, know, you haven't been tested. Right. Cause right. we hadn't been tested. Yeah. 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 So they were like, that's cool. But like, you know, that's how we're going to handle this tonight. If you guys want to play, it'll be, you know, just some parallel fun, which right. was great. I'm glad that they were able to do that. Like they stood yeah, just because just, you don't hear many people saying that. And, yeah. and you know, they, it, you two weren't offended. You didn't take it no, wrong. Like no, it was, so it turned into still be a fun and sexy night. And I think that's just more people need to be able to speak up when they feel uncomfortable. Talk about it. You don't have to be mean or judgmental. Yeah, you, can, right. you can be upfront though. And it's not one or the other either. It's not like either we full swap or we don't do anything. Right. Like, there's right. Rounds. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, well, I think uh, to Emma's point there, a lot of times you will hear people say, oh, we'd like to have this conversation. But then when the conversation is had and it's like clearly we're into this couple and they're into us and then the conversation happens and the other couple's like, oh, well, we've never been tested. It's <laughs> it's easy to brush that off and be like, well, shit, they're still really hot. I really want to have sex right. with them. Yeah. They'll, they'll get tested. We'll be fine. Like to to rationalize it in your uh -huh. brain, but that they were able to step back and say, Hey, awesome. This probably won't be the last time we see you. And next time you'll be tested and all, all yeah. systems are gone. So I think that's, mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing yeah. that story. 
Yeah, I actually thought that was worth sharing because I thought that was really sweet of them. Yeah. They were very, they were cool. very welcoming and sweet and adaptable <laughs> to the situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, so you went and got tested <laughs> two right. weeks before going to Desire. <laughs> yeah, it was like real, it might have even been a week. It was very close to when we were leaving. I feel right. like you're just trying to right. say how quick the results come back on STD. They do. <laughs> they were very fast. It was the next night we were at work. We had we were both working swing shift at the time, and we were actually working on the same machine together that night. Yes. Um, and then we got the text updates. And we both got the text updates on our phone, and uh, he had his hands full, but I looked at my phone because I, I saw it, I heard it, or saw it uh, buzz something up, and I was like, oh, I want to look at that. And I look at it, and I just go, cold. I just instantly was crying, like instantly, like panic, full panic. And, and at work too. And yes. at work. And I look at Orlando and he looks at me and he's like, oh God, what? Because he can see my face. And, uh, and I tell him, I walk over and tell him, I like turn the machine off and I'm like, we're going to go to the bathroom and look this up. <laughs> so we, we went and looked at the results and we like read the emails and we had pinged as having been exposed to HSV-1, which is cold sores. And it is like the most chill, mild STI you could possibly have. And almost everyone has it. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. also true. <laughs> and we didn't know we had it because we're asymptomatic. Yeah, we've never, neither of us has ever had a cold sore in our lives. So like right. it did not, we were so sure that panel is going to come back completely not a at all nothing because we I, I just assumed if you had hsv1 that you got cold sores occasionally and you would know and since we never had one i just assumed we were good right and so we had you know a minute i like washed my face went back to work we like didn't really talk much the rest of the night and then we got home <laughs> and talked about it and looked it up on the internet and looked up what dan savage said about it and we yeah. looked up what a bunch of other people we trust yeah. said about it i remember looking up the ojoy sex toy the ojoy sex toy comic <laughs> 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 we calmed down a bit we drank too much and kind of like yeah processed we literally talked about canceling the trip yeah at, a certain point, at one yeah. point we were like should we just really? not even go it's horrible <laughs> yeah no yeah. that's the level of panic i was feeling yeah um i was saying no, i was like too deep. <laughs> i mean we're basically ground zero zombies in the apocalypse might as well just not even go <laughs> so much drama i'm <laughs> sorry you felt like that <laughs> I needed a couch to faint on. It was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, that was that whole. Well, I, I just want to point out like how, how crazy that is. Right. And not, not because you were feeling that way, but like you literally had zero symptoms. Like your life, mm -hmm. your life up until this point was had not completely the uh, same, right? There was no yeah. symptoms. You were yeah. living life like you would any other day. Yeah, and literally nothing. Right, yeah, literally nothing <laughs> changed, and now you're freaking out because of something that you've been told that you have or that you were exposed to that literally, again, is not changing your life in any way. You're not, like, you're not all of a sudden you're sick and you feel like it's just yeah. now you know. And I think yeah. that's just the craziest, that, I mean, that's the thing that's so frustrating about, especially, you know, things like HSV-1 and HSV-2 is, it was the stigma, right? Yeah, you were so afraid stigma. of it. 100%. It's all, the reaction is all coming from how other people are going to treat me because of this. Yes. Not because of how it actually affects my day-to-day right. -day life. Yeah. And in reality, nobody really cared. 
Yeah. So the other side of that being, we calmed down. We went on the trip, obviously, because we'd already spent all the money. It's not like we're really going to (laughs) cancel. And everyone that we played with, we had the conversation with, and I don't think we got even a reaction out of anyone about it. Everybody was just like, okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And I, I, I mean, thank you for sharing that because I think that's something that's important for people to hear is really, again, like, your life has not changed in any way <laughs> other than now you know this thing. Now you share it with people. And and they people were less likely to play with you having not been tested than yeah. having been tested and being tested and having tested uh, reactive for HSV one. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. I think that's that says all that you need to say. Right, yeah. Their reaction mm-hmm. tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Very true. You're never going wrong quoting Dan Savage. I know. <laughs> That's one of my favorites because it's so true. It's just it so true. And, he, yeah, I, I, didn't, I had some place that I didn't. No, I think, I mean. Went, went away. <laughs> and so since then, I mean, I guess it's been mostly either people you had met at Desire since then. But it, it sounds like really it's just been a pretty positive acceptance and reaction to that. And I think yeah. I think that's awesome. And it sounds like you had a hell of a good time anyways. We really did. Oh, yeah. And I, I happened I happened to be observing uh, <laughs> at the share circle of an orgy that you had attended. I, mean, I was not at it myself. I was just <laughs> uh-huh. lurking, lurking in you the bushes. <laughs> well, that's creepy. Already covered, we already covered that there's no creeper creeping here. <laughs> no, no. But when, when, when you ran around the circle, right, and everybody shared, and y- you shared that, and I don't think anybody even reacted, right? And I, yeah, think... I don't think so either. And yeah. I was avoiding making eye, talk, eye contact because that was real awkward to, to push through because doing the elevator speech is really new to us at that point. And especially in front of multiple other couples. Right. That was really hard, but like healthy to like learn how to do. But um, yeah, I, I don't feel like, no, I don't feel like anyone cared or reacted either. Well, and, and if... If someone would have been concerned, I hope that they would have been able to go talk to you about that. Yeah. Like, and right. you would have been very welcoming about that, I'm assuming, and wanting to talk about it because that's mm-hmm. the way everyone feels more comfortable, right? Um, that actually brings something up. Someone from that night, actually, the next day in the pool did ask me about it. Oh. Huh. Um, and, and I was like, well, the way I see it is all I can do is disclose and let people decide and honestly it's just cold sores <laughs> yeah worst case scenario so all i can do is throw it out there and let people choose because i don't have any control over it other than that so right. yeah yeah right. yeah so and someone did about it but it was like in a very like not in a creeped out way not in a grossed out way at all they were just like out of a curiosity kind of way of like yeah. that must be hard you know to talk about kind of approach yeah. Good. I'm glad someone did because it it is yeah. it is not it's not easy a to have an elevator speech and b when you have to disclose anything it's it's you already feel like you have a stigma or there's always that, that there's already that stigma against it that you have to mm-hmm. disclose anything and it's not easy so yeah thanks for being brave and and coming on the trip first off and then yeah. second, you know <laughs> being honest yeah awesome well and 
And we're so happy that you're healthy now and you you don't look like you're <laughs> suffering in pain. And you finally got out of bed. So, maybe a little dramatic. I know. Whole box of tissues. Oh, no, I'm a drama queen. You know, you make fun of me for crying so much on the trip. I did not. (laughs) You just made fun of me at the beginning of this recording. I was just worried that the pool was starting to overflow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that I'll cry less this year. Ah, That's my goal for this year is to spend less time being sad about the trip being over before it's even over. Oh, yeah. That's hard. It's hard. But... It's okay to cry, too. It's okay to feel emotions. Yeah. It's a very emotional week. There was a lot of people there willing to, like, be sweet and comforting to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. not trying to take your time up from, like, sexy fun for you to have to comfort the crying girl. It's fine. <laughs> well, okay. I, I have a lighter topic yeah. that I want to talk about. Okay. But again, thank you for sharing all that because it's super important. And and we did make the shout-out or the call-out for a few weeks ago for people to reach out to us if they've if they've had to disclose stuff because up until now we haven't really had that on the show. And I think that's an important piece of, of normalizing it is that people do have to go through that and look at you, you're, you're happy and healthy. And the worst part was what you thought people would say, and then they didn't say anything. So, (laughs) all right, I'll let it go. But what is something that you haven't experienced yet That that, that you want to, Ooh. Some looks for you. A lot. There's a few things for me. I would like more girl on girl time. It's something that was part of my catalyst into this lifestyle was there being opportunities to spend time with other women. And it does get a little complicated when you're like a couple with another couple, because like, I feel like I'm ignoring the guys if I pay too much attention to the woman and then I'm distracted in my head about how the guys are just sitting there with the dicks in their hands, literally, (laughs) um, (laughs) and and getting kind of ignored. And then I feel bad. And also like, I also like men and want to pay attention to them too. So it's hard to split your attention like that. And, uh, four people in a room, you tend to pair off. You do. It just tends to happen. Yeah. Like maybe you need some time on a hot tub bed so they can be distracted in the hot tub and you can have, fun up there so that's kind of a desire yeah. goal for this year is a little bit more time and attention <laughs> towards the ladies right. for me um i would also something i want to work up to it's probably not for this year but down the road would be dp i think that'd be fun mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the look they're giving each other is yeah. super cute <laughs> He's just like pervertedly grinning at me. He just is hoping he's one of the one of the two. <laughs> Shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Volvo. <laughs> what about you? Is there anything? I can't think of anything specifically. Mm. He's You're pretty good for all of it. Yeah. He's accomplished all of his lifestyle goals. Yeah. <laughs> It crushed it all in a week. No, you're just pretty open to pretty much all things, so right. it's kind of hard for you to pin down something specific. Yeah. Yeah. How about what has been, have you had any funny things bloopers. happen? Yeah. During, bloopers. Bloopers. <laughs> during fun or just during, actually, it doesn't have to be, I guess, any fun, funny adventures through trying non-monogamy and, and, and exploring it. Well, other than the condom slips that do happen um 
yeah. that are funny and awkward and just like, well, good thing we all get tested. Yeah. <laughs> and good thing we all have vasectomies in this room. Right. <laughs> like, um, we did have one encounter the first time we had a couple over to our house for play. I We have this old record player, and I went to plug it in to see if we could turn it on and, and use it. And we hadn't plugged it in or used it in, since we got it. Basically. And it, I just didn't, wasn't thinking. I was probably being nervous and goofy and a little, I'm assuming, a little buzzed. And I plug it in, and it just immediately pops and starts smoking <laughs> and smelling like just burnt plastic. And I was like, I'm going to burn this fucking house down with these people here. This yeah. <laughs> stupidest, most embarrassing thing. <laughs> it was fine. Nothing happened. I opened the window and unplugged it, and it was fine. But, like, it, it just, just smelled like burnt plastic in the room for the rest <laughs> I mean, most of the night. Well, the record player's from the 20s, so... Yeah, it's antique. And it's been sitting there, yeah. so it's a bunch of dust and old... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... I've got one. Uh, I had an opportunity to play with a couple that we're uh, seeing semi-regularly uh, as, a, as a single male. Oh, yeah. And, um... I remember I was having sex with her doggy style and she had a vibrating butt plug in with the bullet vibe on the end. And, uh, she was going down on her husband and, uh, every time I thrust, it would click the thing on and off <laughs> until, until we just, uh, started laughing and then just ditched it. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like you, you go to turn it on and then it's like, it's like, like on, click, on, click, on, click, on, click, on, 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 on. Wait, I can't get used to this sensation at all. Click it back on. Yeah, that's <laughs> awkward. How funny. Yeah. Oh, and there was that time that we um, we did that parallel play. And then... Do you want to tell it? I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so we were parallel playing with a couple at their house. And we had a time frame where we were supposed to like need to be done by because they had a roommate who was also one of their sisters. Yes. A relative of one or the other of them, a younger sister of one or the other of them. And, uh, they definitely came home like right when things were getting good. Yeah. And we stopped because we heard the door open and close. It was like an old house with paper thin walls, you know? Right. So we heard the door open and close and we all stopped and looked at each other. And she was like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) So their younger sister definitely knew everything that happened. There's no way they didn't hear that. (laughs) So they came out to hear that night. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they wanted to or not. (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. That's the way to do it. If you're going to come out to somebody, come out in style. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and you you just quickly mentioned like the condom slips and I think that's important like you said to mention because for A it is it can be awkward and a little bit some people I mean it can be cause panic in people too when it happens huh. but another reason to get tested and have open lines of communication and and to buy custom fit condoms from my one condom. Exactly. I mean, that's right. For is... men who don't want kids to get a vasectomy, pretty please. Yes. yes. So, yeah. Lots you don't of want them, already have them or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad I vasectomy when that happened. Because I know I'm not the only woman that I know who, like, has tried many, 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 pretty much every form of birth control and had some kind of a problem with every one of them, like, physically. Yeah. 
and just basically can't be on it. Right. Yeah. So you're, so you, no. Michelle, you're not on birth control. No, if something okay. happened with someone who didn't have a vasectomy, I'd have to run and get a plan B or worst case scenario, get an abortion, which hopefully I'll never have to do. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Cause even the IUD, my body, can, which I hope doesn't sound just like super irresponsible on my part. It's definitely something that's like a well thought out choice I had to make about my body. Oh no, right. I don't think it does because you obviously tried everything. It doesn't work for you. And so you take other precautions. Yeah. Well, and and honestly, you're not the only person we've heard that story from. And we have some other friends of ours who she can't be on birth control. And so their rule is um, always to, what was it? Always pull out. So basically... Her her husband was not allowed to finish inside of anybody because no guy was allowed to finish in her because she was not on birth control. Okay, so there's like an equality agreement there. Yeah, but they that was their rule. But they they also had a two forms of birth control rule, and so it was condoms and pull out, or Mm. condoms and vasectomy. Yeah. So it they it was Mm. basically a a redundancy on the birth control side of things, um, because she was not on birth control. So right. you're not yeah, alone. For, for similar reasons as you. Yeah. I don't know with everyone, but I'm, I do know with like the majority of the people, uh, that we've been with do have vasectomies. A lot of people do more people than I thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like even people that are quite a bit younger, like, you know. Yeah. Like I got mine at, uh, 28. Yeah, I think so. And, we should, uh, get, a, we yeah. should get a yeah. vasectomy affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't go to his guy. He was a butcher. Yeah. I didn't get my vasectomy through Planned Parenthood, but the... It was free, so whatever. Yeah, the doctor they referred me to did not a great job. (laughs) And I felt like he was real judgy. Yes. Like, looking at me like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm sure. And also, it's his body. Look at him. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, you you can make that decision at any age and whatever feels right to you. If you don't want kids or you already have as many kids as you want, then make that decision. If I thought I could get a doctor to agree to give me a tubal, I would be getting one today. But it's not something that doctors will usually agree to do unless you had children. So, and we don't need to get into the sexist chat about that. I was was just going to say that that might take us into (laughs) a a medical uh, dive and we don't need like a medical system. Well, then, then maybe, maybe we give you the opportunity to mention any last things you want to mention any things you gotta you gotta tell us, um, and then we say goodnight. Um, I guess just people thinking about going on the trip or thinking about jumping in the lifestyle. Um, talk it to death. Talk it more than you think you need to, and then at a certain point, you have to have the attitude of like try things. I recommend baby steps, but try things, and then just approach in the attitude of like if we didn't like it, we don't have to do it again. Like, let's try it. Let's reconvene the next day, later that night or the next day at the most, and see how we felt about it. If it felt bad, we don't have to do it again. Agree. It's not like you're signing up for a lifetime of being in the lifestyle just because you try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work for you, then that's fine. You're not like Right. Yeah. Even if you get the lifetime membership on one of the dating sites, you don't have to be in it. You don't have to log in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that's perfect advice. Yeah, I think... I think in life you regret you regret the chances you didn't take more than the ones you did. I would agree. Also agree with that. So. Yeah. 
Well, thank you both for coming on and sharing everything and for sharing a, a little bit about the the fear and all that you had to go through the unfounded fear of coming up so. with HSV1 yeah. and we're yeah, we're super happy that you were treated with respect and dignity moving forward and yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We met a lot of quality people. We trip. did. We met a lot of close friends that I think we'll be friends with forever, whether the clothes stay on or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's wonderful to hear. And yeah, I'm so happy that you came on and shared the story. And hopefully people listening will find some benefit in it, too, of course. So I hope so. Yeah. And maybe with that, we say, well, it's good night. On our end, good afternoon on your end. And yeah. <laughs> yes, it has gotten dark, and now they can't see us anymore because we need to turn. Yeah, you're light. kind of silhouettes. <laughs> this is yeah. my best. This is my best lighting. I, I feel like my teeth, my teeth <laughs> light up when I smile. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll turn on a light. We will. Actually, that just made me think of really quick, and then we'll say goodnight. There was a in the town we used to live in. There was this commercial for a plastic surgeon, and they were like, it was a radio commercial, and they were like. Is your best lighting a dark room? Then maybe you need to get <gasps> plastic surgery. Oh my god! So I, I am in that. my best lighting right now. <laughs> right now in the dark. <laughs> so all right. Well, you two have a wonderful afternoon, and we all will right. be in touch. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're back. Jeez. Whoa, that got a little high. A little high. <laughs> I think it's because you're scared because we're recording this in a dark room in the basement of our friend's house. We are. We had to turn the light off because it was buzzing and made background noise. Anywho, uh, real quick, a couple of things. First of all, thank you again to Michelle and Orlando for, for sharing everything that they shared with us and sharing, I mean, just amazing conversation and resource for people who are looking to get into this. So, Thank you. Yes. No, we're super excited that they were willing to come on the show. I also wanted to include, there is a link in the show notes. If you want to learn more about HSV-1 and HSV-2, there's a link to the World Health Organization fact sheet on them. So you can kind of dig in a little more, uh, fact check some of the stuff that was said today, and yeah, just learn more about what what's going on. Yeah. And if you want to reach out and share your story, please do not just for regarding STIs, but in general, you can contact us on our website next week. Normalizingnonmonogamy.com. Yes. Good job. Good job. You're welcome. I remembered next week. We have an interview with a couple, Stephanie and Jason, right? Yes. Is that it? Well, do you want to say anything else? (laughs) I was leaving you a chance to chime in. They are... You know I don't interrupt you, so you can just finish your sentences. They're a couple that is very new to the lifestyle as well and just starting to explore this all. Yeah, brand new. Brand spanking new. Right. Mostly. Yeah. 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 Okay, this is weird. It's been weird for the last year and a half. All right. (laughs) Let's uh let's get out of here. Remember, uh, we're Finn and Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Are we falling apart? We're we falling fell apart. apart. It's too dark in this room. Okay. We didn't do what we knew. See you all next week. <laughs>